The following program contains people who you might fall in love with. Listen at your own risk. I was able to pivot and try different things and succeed in the different things that I've tried because I, I would always set expectations but will always do my best to deliver. You're listening to Catch Up Sessions with Mark Laguna. Season number three gives you a peek into different industries in my conversations with friends about their life and career. What's it really like to be a TV actor, a news reporter, a business lawyer, an artist, or some corporate hotshot? Find out in this episode and more. Enjoy eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now. Catch up sessions. Uh, you're so red. Orange, red, and yan. It's tan, boy. <laughs> I'm privileged to have my very wow. first guest on the show. It's Love it. back with a vengeance. It's called Catch Up Sessions, Life and Career Edition. Please welcome on the program, Viderlina. Adriana. My gosh, did you really have to say my whole name? (laughs) Gutierrez. My goodness, Ian. Dana for sure. My goodness, I've never been introduced (laughs) with Erlina on a podcast. What's up? Well, there's always a first time for everything. Just call me Vidi. Uh, P. Vidi. Yeah, exactly. So the last time I saw you, since this is a catch-up after all, was in Sunny Baraka. Yes, and you exactly. are still there, my friend. Yep, still here. Um, eight weeks and counting. Loving it. Loving Maybe it. you can tell us more about that. How come we're stuck here in the city during the pandemic, <laughs> ATQ and all, and you get the sun, sand, and the sea? <laughs> well, so I decided to move here last March. I've been in and out the island. So I've been here since I, I, I had a long stay here last November and then flew back January. And then just the anxiety, um, the work and the, the work and the stress and being locked down in Manila and just being in a unit, in a studio unit all the time. I think that really took a toll on my mental and I think, yeah, overall health. So, you know, um, every time I would fly back to Manila, I would be wishing that I lived in the island. So I decided, okay, why don't I just buy my next one-way ticket and see where it can take me. And I started praying for opportunities to earn, started to talk to my mom about it. Of course, I had to get her go signal, her okay, and then talk to my twin sister about it because she's been my roommate for the longest time. And I just really felt that it was time for me to also forge my own path and be independent. And I've always wanted to move abroad to live Mm. an independent life, but that couldn't happen at the moment because Sydney is still on lockdown. So I decided, what's the next best place to be at? And it's Sunny Baraka. <laughs> yeah, and it's here in Malay, in Aklan. And I know. Yeah. No, yeah, so, so I mean, a lot of people I talk to are like you, like, I want to get out. Yeah, be for sure. Outside of this bubble. Pero you actually do it. And I think we'll, we'll touch yeah. more on that. Because, <laughs> okay. People can, you know, hope and wish for something, but you just get things done. Yeah, that's But true. also, you mentioned, I think people know you best, right? Uh, one can argue, uh, as a 
you know, part of a duo. Oh yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and actually, ano tattoo? Charot, ano yung tattoo? <laughs> yeah, 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 they can tell our age. Oh no. <laughs> so you guys can Google that. Uh, yeah. So Stacy, your twin sister, you yeah, formed so... this advocacy called Plump yeah. Deny many, many years back. And oh, that's yeah. what we. I guess that's when I first met you. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I met you when we were still doing the advocacy work for body positivity, which my sister and I pioneered over a decade ago. Uh, we were 18 years old, and she was also recovering from anorexia bulimia. And you know, we just thought that maybe writing can be therapy for the both of us because mm-hmm. I definitely know how it feels like to be told by many people on how to look, how to appear, how to, um, you know, just many things that are very limiting when it comes to being a plus-size girl in the Philippines. So we wanted to tackle that and discuss that. And we did. And, you know, the next thing we know, um, an American brand was summoning us to be their first plus-size model in the country. Yeah. And I think that really just made our blog skyrocket. To where it Which is, is it? then forever 21 ah okay yeah so they got so you did plus there. size modeling yeah yeah I I did as that an offshoot of that and yeah. that's the thing that i want to touch on because what you do you dive into something but you find a way to not entirely pivot but branch out into like oh yeah 20 other things <laughs> that are just connected and it seems like yeah. at least from an outsider looking in you go in and out unscathed eh, wow. didn't work and they move on but maybe yeah. this is the time where you can you know maybe, <laughs> give us the inside scoop how does oh, yeah. that all work for sure um well thank you for that i take it as a compliment when people see me it as is, someone who can juggle many things and try out new things but i think i, I got it from my mom she's the mm-hmm. one who's always had grit when it comes to career yeah. but i think you never really understand something if you don't fully see the whole picture uh-huh. so I think yeah so we did plus size modeling and then found my delight in hosting and communications so I did hosting a bit for a time doing a lot of hosting and then the advocacy just made us do a lot of public speaking talks yeah. as well and then pivoted to workshops pivoted to makeup classes had this desire for fashion and I tried fashion school, tried designing for a while. Um, actually, I did I did a couple of um, wedding gowns when I was still a student mm. student and was able to charge um, good money for it. But then, you know, sometimes there's so much on your plate, you have to just really take out some things. There's definitely going to be a fallout mm-hmm. when you try to do everything. Like you can't do everything. And even if you want to, Something's got to give. So, yeah. And then, you know, I think it's really all about knowing what you can offer, knowing mm-hmm. what you can bring to the table and, you know, not over-promising, but always over-delivering. I think oh. that's why I was able to pivot and try different things and succeed in the different things that I've tried because I I would always set expectations but will always do my best to deliver. So yeah, and what else did I do? Um, I think I also did some... Oh, you launched I, um, a swimsuit line with another friend of mine, LA, if you remember. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Uh, we also did, yeah, that's that's for the design collaboration stuff and then also wrote a book. 
at one point. And then I taught at this small college in Makati. Um, I became a lecturer there for a SEM. Teacher Vidi. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They Were you a miss. naughty professor or like, what was um, the, what was the, the students were very, they were the naughty ones, you know, ah, um, because I think the age gap wasn't very far off. Mm-hmm. That's college, why. Though, which one is this? College, college. Ah, okay, it's, a, it's, okay. a, it's a small college and I thought media literacy definitely ruffled some feathers with um, some students because they really thought I was being um, strict. <laughs> strict oh strict. Like, strict yeah but you know i think boundaries are good when you're in a setting mm. when you're in a classroom i think boundaries being set are good but the students there apparently um and, and you know like my boundaries are simple right just you know don't talk over each other or don't uh-huh. watch inappropriate things in my class or don't fall in love with me <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, but eventually, you know, I my my really good mentor who owned the school told me and gave me some pointers on how to navigate through because it was also my very first time. You know, it's different when you're a lecturer dealing with a group of people almost your age, and it's different mm-hmm. when you're a keynote speaker where people are just waiting to absorb everything you have yeah. to say because they either pay good money to hear you talk or you know they really they're really looking for a resource speaker and I fit the bill you know mm-hmm. but in in school in in a universe in a college setting it's totally different like these kids it's don't an ongoing want you. relationship pa, di ba? yeah With, and uh, kids. you know like some and I think the age is a huge factor that Um, some of these, some of my students before were thinking like, why, why would, why should we, you know, like mm. you're, you're just in your twenties and we're also just in our twenties. And I think that um, caused some tension for a bit, but, you know, learned a lot, um, very humbling. And then later on, um, eventually things, things worked out for all of us. And I still, get, I am still in touch with some of my students from that school and, Yeah, it's been it's been a good ride. That's good. I mean, you try so many things. You are what I call, and I didn't coin this term, a multi-slashy. I don't know multi-slashy. if you've heard that before. Yes, I've heard The it. first time I oh. used that, because I used to host um, the Solen Yusaf um, album launch in malls. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and that, I know, right? And that was her script. The artist slash, because she paints, singer slash actress, Now we're discovering that you were also teacher pala. Yeah, on top of time. model, influencer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, maybe you can bring us back. What what what's keeping you busy now? So right now, my I am doing full-time work for human nature as their PR lead. And mm-hmm. um I also do some digital marketing on the side. And I still take on a lot of hosting and a lot of um, speaking engagements online. And I still do my usual writing, copywriting, my Instagram stuff. Um, yeah, just helping out other brands be more present online. Yeah. I think that's one of my strengths. So that's, that's what I'm busy with currently. 
So I mean, you were involved with shoots. I think the last time you were together, you were managing oh, yeah. shoots, right? Yeah, and all yeah, of that. yeah, yeah. And all exactly. of that sounds so sexy, na parang PR. <laughs> I know, but it's working not. with artistas and what have you. Before the what it's not, let us and we'll lure them in. What are the yeah. perks of the job oh. of of all of the jobs that you've done? Oh, I think the perks would be your network, like instant. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. The network I have now, it was cumulative. The way I built these relationships, you know, it grew over time. And you also have to figure out which ones are, you know, good to for partner keeps. with. Yeah, for keeps exactly. Yeah. It matters. Eh. And which ones are not? But okay, they're not. They're not part of my tribe, and that's okay. You know, we don't have mm-hmm. to get along with everyone we meet. But definitely the network. I think that's why I was able to do all of these things. Because I knew the right people to tap. Like if someone mm-hmm. comes to me, if a client wants to, let's say, build, uh, create an ad, create a digital ad, instantly, I know people from shoots. I know people from production crews. I know people who can act, people who can host. You know, like I just have this wealth of relationships that I can easily reconnect with or tap mm. when I need them to, you know, partner up with me on something. That's one, and then. The next one would be brands liking to work with us. Being an influencer, I think that's what a lot of millennials and zillennials miss out on. That they want to be an influencer because they want the free stuff. The perks, But, yeah, they buy that. Yeah, the per- like, product, yeah, exposure. Yeah, exactly. Exposure or invites to exclusive events. Like we've done mm-hmm. the whole shebang. We've flown to other countries because we've been invited by you know governments to participate in certain festivals and my sister and I have done that but what people don't understand is that it was all founded on hard work and real content right mm-hmm. so we ju- we we entered the arena not wanting to get these perks we entered the arena because we wanted to use our voice to and stand we wanted yeah to stand for something to talk about bodies and to talk about sexual objectification and all of these things that was the goal the goal wasn't oh i want i i want this makeup line to partner up with or oh yeah. you know i just really want the cloud and i want like one what 20,000 followers on instagram like that really was never ever in our heads i mean i will be a hypocrite if i said that never got to me because of course sometimes it does but at the end of the day These are just platforms. They are just tools to magnify what you have to say. So if you don't have anything to say and you're on the platform, then I think it's going to be dangerous for you, right? Yeah, and why and why be there in the first place? Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, you know, you know, it's a trend now. Like, and people think it's really easy, just because everyone has access to it. But what you're telling yeah. us now, it is hard work. My friends, there's yeah. a thought behind even putting yeah. out one after the other after the oh, other. Yeah. So not like I woke up today and then I post something. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's a misnomer uh, that people yeah, have. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, for but, some influencers, I think that works. But personally, for me, I have I want my content to be value adding. Because mm. personal conviction, then, right? You don't just uh, exactly. post thirst trap photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you have that. some. I mean, in in your former self. Yeah, I, mean, I have seen not, a few. Yeah, from the past, definitely. I mean, young and naive, but now you know we mature, we grow, so no more yes, thirst indeed. trapping on my feed. 
for me. Ah, you can just scroll down if <laughs> you want to check. <laughs> and there, I mean, just for reference, cross-referenced uh, before and after. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the past is the past. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people can unearth anything and everything? Oh, now for sure. Bring it. Has something Shut haunted up. you from what you did in the past that was now it's coming back to life or in a fairly recent? It's break time. If you're liking what you're hearing so far, be sure to hit the follow button. It's in there somewhere. And if you want to be part of the program or you know someone else who does, just leave a voice message. You can find the link in the show notes below. This program is on Facebook and Instagram at Catch Up Sessions to keep you updated with the release of new episodes. Coming up, we get to hear from Dana on her mindset whenever she tries out something new. And perhaps even more important, how to let go. And hopefully learn from things that don't turn out as you expected. Plus, what's next for PVD? But first, the answer to that question on Sins of the Past. Catch-up sessions, life and career edition. Um, I'm grateful that none that none of my just like insanely crazy photos are resurfacing. Um, okay. I, I'm just, but you know, if ever if ever it it happens, I'd be I think I'd be at peace with it only because mm. I'm no longer there. Yeah. And I think it can easily be done, but people don't do it because ako na yung unang nagbabash sa sarili ko online. <laughs> okay, okay. Alam mo yun, para I'm just so transparent and I try to keep it as authentic as possible na wala kayong bahong mailalabas sa akin kasi nilabas ko na bago nyo pa magawa. Right. And that's yeah. a thing that's a challenge for a lot of people. But by a lot of people, I really mean myself. <laughs> The whole vulnerability, whether online, offline, Right, what drives you into just being real? I mean, your podcast title, for one, is raw and real. Yeah, right? raw with and real. Yeah, with Stacy. So, I mean, well, I think it's because I see how there's so much pretension online, and I don't mm-hmm. want to add to it anymore. And I think yeah. it's also in my character and personality to be so transparent. I know it doesn't sit well with everyone, especially my family. But have you always been this way, even as a kid? Yeah, always been an extrovert. Always okay. been like mm-hmm. out there. Um, but I think the point of me being transparent is to point people to Christ. You know, it's not like I'm transparent for the sake of being transparent because I'm authentic. Uh-huh. You know uh-huh. how some people can yeah. do that online too. Like they can make fun of themselves or even show their most I don't know, like the craziest sides of them, but for what though? I mean, humble brag, paling iba yun. Humble brag or parang feeling ko yung ganito ako eh. Alam mo yon yung ganong talk ah. na parang eh, ganito ako. Pero I don't care eh. what you think. I don't lang. care yeah, what yeah, you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but mm. at the end of the day, I try to, um, you know, and because I also just want to show the world that 
it's okay to embrace your mistakes. It's okay to be yeah. in a bad season. I think it's all part of being human. And if you and if you keep on showing this false world that is disconnected from your true reality, I yeah. think it does more harm to you than your audience. That's true. Pretending that everything is perfect. Because on social media, yeah. you have the opportunity to filter out the exactly. less than perfect version of you. Yeah. That's good. But speaking of not perfect. Yeah. Again, because we live in this world of, oh, she must be living the life. I mean, for crying out loud, you're in Barakai. Well, I'm stuck <laughs> in the condo. Yeah. Uh, what are the humbling experiences oh, that wow. really taught you? Many. Like, okay. Yeah. Give us a peek into a few. Na maybe should sure. wake some people up into diba, this illusion that everything's rosy. Yeah. And just easy walk on the beach park. Yeah, exactly. Good question. I think what people fail to realize is that there's a huge adjustment that I had to go through as I plant myself here. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, my life in Manila is different. And for me to even compare it would be stupid. But just being alone you know not having the resource of help the yeah. resource no, no of, grab drivers there also no no grab drivers yeah for sure no no pabila service i mean pero naman deliveries convenience kaya naman but i think it's the day to day na okay what will i eat today like uh-huh. what wh- where do i go for my market stuff because it's you know, the it's first like, time talaga that you're alone your mom can't send you stuff Yeah, my Tomorrow. mom can send me stuff. Or uh, even in Manila, I had a partnership with this food brand that would supply my meals Yeah. because, you know, I'm in partnership with them. And ngayon, wala yun eh. Wala lahat yun eh. And even just dealing with people, I think that really humbled me. It was so wrong for me to think that everything is going to be the same. Yun yun mm-hmm. eh. The way, the way I engage with people never changed. But it didn't cross my mind that people here, especially the locals, the ones that really grew up in the island, you know, it was wrong for me to think that everything will be fine and dandy because our mindsets and our, I think our worldview isn't the same. Mm-hmm. So I think that really humbled me in the sense na hindi, hindi lahat ng expectations ko from people or Just because I thought something would pan out this way, it will pan out that way. You know, even with relationships that I've cultivated here, but I really thought now. Oh, from, from your lifeguards. <laughs> yeah, from my lifeguards, exactly. And but there I, are a lot of them. Yeah, and I really thought na okay, I really want to be friends with locals here and, you know, make good relationships, ganyan. But did it happen that way? And I was so humbled yeah. because it made mm. me realize na Even relationships, they are good provision from the Lord. So True. if it's not meant to be, then maybe that's that's how I also learned how to assimilate myself in a different place, you know. Parang, mm-hmm. yun, what else humbled me? Oh, I mean, that's always a challenge when you try out something new. I mean, this is obviously something new for you. But even for the other instances wherein you dived into something, Because like for some people, again myself, why am I just point, keep on pointing it to others? You know? <laughs> I wouldn't enter into something if I don't have certainty of success. And for sure, for you, it's not like you know everything will work out. But what kind of mindset 
do you go into first? And at the same time, if it doesn't work out, what actually goes through your head? Right. Um, when I enter into something, because relationships, career, career, matagal ng patayan, Mark. Career lang tayo tonight. Okay, okay, okay. So, I think when I enter something, I have this desire to be excellent. I think that's just mm. always in me. Like, of course, I want to succeed. Who wants yeah. to fail, right? True. But at the same time, I, you know, I have that drive. I have that desire. I have that hope that it will all work out. But if it doesn't, then... How do you let go? <laughs> okay, I learned. I think learning is the beautiful prize, you know, that we get. When something, when something doesn't um, become favorable for us, but uh-huh. it's, it's also very, ano eh, it's also very humbling eh, in the sense na I also have to reassess myself to check na, okay, masyado ka bang nagyabang na inisip mong kaya mo lahat yun? Kaya ka andito ngayon. You know, just a lot of self-introspection. I think that always helps me um, figure out my next move or a lot of time spent with the Lord. Like, okay, Lord, my purpose yun eh. I may not see mm-hmm. it now. You know, like I remember, that, and I go way back. This is so funny. Um, we, we tried mounting parties when we were in college or mm-hmm. I guess high school. Like paid, uso kasi yun nun eh. Yung mga... Clubhouse party sa Valle. Mga ano Urban? A clubhouse parties. Oh, mga house parties siya sa mga village. And you oh. pay 250 pesos and you can make like a really good amount of money. You just charge them like 50 peso beers. And At then... Mga meron... diluted drinks, no? Yung mga nasa test tube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I remember we promoted it so much. We like put it out there and then on the day of it just started raining like just really bad rains and i think two people showed up and they left right away yeah two to three people showed up maybe okay it was i mean i pulled in my savings with stacy and our other friend eunice and we mounted this event and no one showed up and we were just so devastated. I remember my friend was just sobbing in front of our house. And it made me realize na, shocks. okay, next time. Parang laging may ganun eh. Next time, how will I do it differently? Okay. I mean, how, how, can I, how can I be more prepared? Yeah. Yeah. And then, wala lang. Parang naalala ko lang, sobrang devastated ako noon. But then I also remember throwing the best parties after that. Like at one point, um, I, I just did it for the heck of it because I just huh. really love parties. And then I was just helping out a friend. And then eventually, parang kala nila totoong party planner ako and they were asking for my calling card. And they're at, yung mga ganyan. So parang right, mo right. na failure, you know what? If you take in failure the right way, if you view it with the right lenses, it's your view eh. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. We only realize that much, much, much later. Not during <laughs> yeah, the moment yeah, yeah. of like Yeah, not disaster. during the moment of failure. 
But I guess that's comforting to know. I mean, people now have been failing left and right because nga, oh, yeah. we're not used to the setup. Diba? Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. Of At least course. not yet. It's coming eventually. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> what that <laughs> is. Yeah. So what's next, I guess, is what uh, I want to know from you. What is next for PVDI? Okay, PVDI. Um, well, I think I think I'm I'm cut out for ano eh, hospitality. Para it's one uh-huh. it's one thing that, that I that's new again. Yeah, it's a new thing. Uh, I'm looking into it. I mean, I've done the whole accounts project management, done the whole PR thing, influencer front end, back end, um, hosting and everything. So, isip ko, um, why not try a totally different industry? You know, mm-hmm. like, it, this is something that I was very interested in, but never really had the opportunity to try it out. So now that there's this opportunity, I really want to see where it can take me. Um mm. And it gives so, yeah. you an excuse to stay in the island for much, 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 much longer. <laughs> so that's always yeah, a big we'll plus. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, again, I come in. I, I come in to this um, opportunity hopeful, mm-hmm. but also just ready, you know, to be stretched. Because again, this is not my forte. Yeah. But I do want. To, I do want to learn, and I do want to make this new brand a success. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see where it goes. And host the best parties in the island while you're there, because yeah, know, maybe after from... the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to spread the virus. Indeed, hopefully very very soon. And mm-hmm. I, I wish to be back there to catch up again, IRL. For sure. Oh yeah. There are lots more to talk about, but we will not finish if I don't cut it at some point. Oh uh, no! So I it's end... done. Are we it, done? It is sort of coming to a close, uh, okay. but I I do want you to end with. And this might sound weird for some people, but who would you not recommend this lifestyle and career to? And oh. I know you can be anything you want to be uh, that oh, yeah, Disney, yeah. you know, taught you. But <laughs> 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 let's be practical here. Um, just so they save time, you know, yeah. who will you not recommend this to? Definitely people who don't thrive in doing multiple tasks. I know some people who can't juggle eh. You know, uh-huh. like some people, they're great, you know, they're like they can be they can be many things at once, but not for everyone. I don't think this is for everyone because I've I like my really dear friend ano lang siya, eh? one one at a time siya. Hindi niya personality or hindi niya trait yung to juggle a lot of different things at the same time. So if you're not if you're not um, keen or if you're not if that's not your strength, definitely definitely don't do this. Or if you're an introvert, um, and if you, and if social um, mingling drains you, you know maybe this this is not really for you because PR it it you deal with people all the time. Mm-hmm. I do crisis management. I talk to people who are angry about something if they're you know not pleased or they they encounter something that's not very pleasant and i have to be the one to face them um so if that terrifies you to the core confrontation no? yeah <laughs> parang maybe this this isn't for you or i've also know I, i also know a lot of people who can't travel alone who can't live alone um 
and that's fine. But yeah, I mean, everything that I do has its pros and cons, the good, the bad. Um, but yeah, definitely this job is not for introverts. <laughs> Simply put. Well noted. <laughs> we are in the extrovert land, but uh, I'll send that note land. to them. So <laughs> if if we do want to get in touch, by we, I mean me and maybe five of my listeners. How cats. can and my cats, you know, we can do cat dates. How can yeah. we reach you? Where can we where can you find you? Of course in the yeah. island, but if we can't physically go there. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you can't physically visit me in Boracay, you can check me out over on Instagram at the dinosaurs. So that's T-H-E-D-A-N-A-H-S-O-A-R-S. I'm also on TikTok. Oh, you are? Yeah. That videos by Anna no makita ko sa TikTok. Some dance videos. Okay, we are we are we have been forewarned. But, but you dance really well. You even delved into dancing. We missed we missed that part. But that's just a side passion. Oh yeah, did did some dancing, yeah, for a while. So there, follow me on and Instagram. Of course, your podcast also on Spotify yes. and all of the channels. Yes, we are on Spotify. So my sister and I we talk about faith, womanhood, and Everything in between, you can check us out at rawandreal.mp3 on Instagram. And over on Spotify, we are RNR with Dana and Stacy. Such a blessing to have you as my comeback guest. I love it. Thanks for having me, Mark. Missed you. For sure. Missed you also. So I hope I'm I hope here now. I know, right? But not yet. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait for you. Look at that. You made it this far. Check out the other episodes so you get to hear about another industry. I also have friends from around the world in Season 2 and a great migration in Season 4. Special thanks to JB Tabuzo for the episode cover art. He's one of the featured guests in this season. And Patrick Chung, who recorded that awesome song from Down Under in Tasmania. His episode is featured in Season 2. Find links to their works in the show's Instagram account at Catch Up Sessions. Catch you next time. Life and Career Edition.